Welcome to The Future Is In, the podcast that gives you permission to live your truth. I am Janae Hicks, your guide on the Zen journey, and I'm thrilled to be here with my bestie, Karina, to share the lessons learned from this insane adventure that we call life. This has been years in the making, but we are ready to create a safe space to help people like us navigate work and life with humor, honesty, and a lot of heart. Whether it is our missteps, insights, or leveraging our natural talents, we want to support your journey to create a life worth living right now. From difficult experiences to moments of pure joy, we are here to help you get through it all so that you can come out wiser and more resilient. We are going to bring you closer to the light, even in the darkest days, so come on. Karina and I believe that life doesn't have to be so hard. We must learn to create more space for our truth. This fall, we invite you to join us on our Zen journey as we delve into the extraordinary stories of ordinary people just like you. Together, we will build a community center on acceptance and self-discovery. So sit back, relax, and let's get real about the Zen journey. We are excited to have you along for the ride. Hello, Janae. Hi, Rainy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the concept of laziness. Last week, I had a big epiphany. A light bulb went off in my head around this word. I, I'll just skip to it. I Throughout my day, I feel like a lot of people kept just saying, I'm lazy. I didn't do X. I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. I didn't do Y. Um, it started off with a friend who I was just decompressing with after a long week and she talked about how she didn't do something like cook because she's lazy and I'm like you're not lazy you're tired you just talked about how tired you are so instead of saying the word lazy there so that's where it started then I moved on to another friend and another friend and another friend and just in casual conversation they continued to say I'm lazy because I didn't do x y and z but the whole conversation had already been around why they were actually tired or incapable or busy doing something that took priority, but it was never actually lazy. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so no, I love that. I want to refrain. I want to refrain using that word so freely um, because we are not lazy. Period. I don't have a lazy bone in my body, okay? And I, I definitely wouldn't necessarily have people measure themselves against what I feel needs to be done in a day because I also recognize that what I do is a lot. Like I probably do more in my first two to three hours than most people do in a day. And so I want to make certain that, (laughs) right, right. So I, I don't want me to necessarily be the standard or the norm. But I also think it's important for us to consider that from the moment of our birth, our programming begins, right? And there's no real way to avoid this. This is just a fact. But when we talk about lazy, I don't think we can ignore this history of Black people having to work twice as hard to be successful in this country. And I very much think that is deeply rooted in the harmful after effects of slavery, right? And so I think it speaks to this exhausting expectation of how we are expected to perform. And, you know, I believe in highlighting the origin. I think it's powerful when we call a thing a thing. And so I just want to take a moment to kind of name what I feel contributes to this this thought of us being lazy. First, I think it's important for us to 
track the historical implication of discrimination, of systemic oppression, right? So we start with slavery where we have like black individuals forced into labor and treated as property. We go into Jim Crow, we go into the civil rights movement and we talk about racial disparities, right? So we're talking about having significant obstacles to accessing education and employment and economic opportunities. And even still presently, this very much persists. So we're talking about um, not having equal access to education in 2023. We're talking about wealth accumulation. We're talking about unfair representations and positions of power. And so when we talk about this legacy of disadvantaged systemic barriers, yeah, we don't want to be lazy. We are afraid of lazy. Lazy has mm. more of a historical meaning for us because yes. it, it has more than us just being unwilling to work, right? And I think it's important to know. And I think it's also clear that we don't necessarily agree. So on the future is in, we challenge social norms that are no longer aligned. So we're asking, do we still have to adopt the same survival strategies of our parents, especially when these strategies perpetuate a narrative that no longer fits, right? So we now know that we are resilient and determined and that we're working harder than most people to create a life that we've imagined. So are we really lazy? Like, that's the question. We like, are not. We are not. You know, it's so interesting because when I initially thought had these thoughts and when I texted you about it I mean I was really looking at it from a standpoint of women it was just girlfriends that I've been talking to and I was like women throw around the word lazy these were all black women that are in my inner circle um but it was all about me just thinking about it from a, the perspective as a woman and now I am really thinking about that cultural implication of the word lazy and how that yes. always has had such a negative connotation. And that's probably why it bothered me so much that I'm yes. like, you are not lazy. You worked all day. You it's took the care truth. of kids. And I want people to not call themselves lazy. But, you know, that word is probably triggering to me some because of the cultural implications that stand. So, wow, yes. thank you for bringing that up. Right. And I was thinking about, like, OK, so I'm, you know, we're in this work, Karina and Janae, we're like trying to identify the trauma bonds. We're trying to do this differently. And I was thinking, yeah, I feel like I've given myself a lot of grace. And honestly, my husband has he is so helpful for me to not work so hard. Like I would be like, oh, OK, you know, we need to do these dishes. Everybody needs to do the dishes, you know. And my mother would say, like, say, why are you doing the dishes? You need to make these kids do the dishes. And I'm like, mom, they just got home from school. Like we just got home at seven o'clock. They have to eat dinner. They have to prepare for school. And I'm doing I'm cooking dinner. So I'll just knock the dinner dishes out. And she thought this was so absurd. And for me, it was more important that they were rested and that they could adequately adequately prepare for the next day versus me feeling like it's their job to do the dishes versus mine. And me and my mom literally had like a mm -hmm. whole conversation about how it was their responsibility. And it was my husband who said like, we, we don't have to do it like that. And that was first, I was like, oh, so you want us mm -hmm. to be trifling, huh? You just want, you know, you want our kids to be lazy. You don't <laughs> want them to do these dishes, you know? But what he was saying is if it's bothering you, if we're all tired, our, our kids are in 150 trillion extracurricular activities. We have a few hours before it's time for us to go to bed. Why do we have to put that amount of pressure on ourselves? And I, that was just such a huge reframe for me as a parent. But even still, I struggle. Like if Mia, my daughter, who 
clearly it takes a lot for her to be around people and personalities exhaust her. And she <laughs> says like, mom, school exhausts me. I need the weekend to just like relax. I find myself right. wanting to say, get out of the bed with your lazy butt. But it's like, are you? Are you? Like you're saying to me, no. mom, I'm tired. But I mean, you know? let's let's flip it. So we know we were talked about, we know we were taught about working hard. We know we were taught about how terrible it is to be lazy. Sure. We know that. Whoever sat and talked to you, talked to you or taught you about resting, right. do you ever get any lessons on proper rest? Never. Did any teacher, parent, okay. Right. And it wasn't and modeled rest, either, right? It wasn't so, modeled and it wasn't taught, but we were taught how hard we needed to work. And so yeah. to me, that's the reframe is we do know that rest is important. We know that, we know yeah. it, okay? Yeah. If you have any ailment in your life, pretty much it's going to tell you to rest and do some exercise. Like the two of those things help, <laughs> right? Yes. And no one teaches that, but they do teach you how to grind and work hard. And eight hours of sleep is just the bare minimum. So I say yes. more power to you, Nia. Let's sleep. No, <laughs> I love it. And I think to your point, Rini, the question that we're asking ourselves is, or can you challenge yourself to become more aware of how you continue to receive or rely on these harmful um, notions about how you need to identify with work, right? So mm -hmm. what do you want to do differently? Do you consider yourself lazy? And what I think I would encourage is if you find yourself not giving yourself enough grace throughout the day, how about list everything that you've done from the moment you wake up until the moment mm -hmm. you go to sleep? And you could do it for the, the previous day. I do it um, in the clinical space a lot for my clients, especially those high, high achievers who never take breaks. I'm like, okay, let's pause for a second. I literally, from the moment you opened your eyes yesterday <laughs> until the moment you close your eyes, let's list every single thing that you did. Do you consider that to be lazy? When your husband or your partner gets home from work, this is a man and woman relationship. And you have your honeydew list and you want your person to begin to work on that honeydew list immediately. But he comes in, he sits down. Is the first thing you think about is this fool is lazy. He needs to get up. He needs to help me. He needs to do it. Or do we give him just a moment to catch his breath? Like, how are we perpetuating these norms that no longer align with how we want to live in partnership, how we want to move through connection and how we want to live our lives? Like, what does that look like for us? Yeah, one exercise that I would contribute that I've been doing is really taking a moment, 10 seconds to see the humanity in people. Oh, um, I think it's been helpful as I am just feeling so busy. I feel really busy in my life. Like in yeah. a, from the moment I wake up, uh, I just see a lot of people and sometimes I can just move through it. But the more I stop and pause and say, let me see the humanity in people that I can yes. see. Oh, you're tired. Yes. You're frustrated. Uh, the, 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 space I'm, the space I'm in today, I'm dealing with um, some other adults who are having a rough morning. And I was just like, you all are having just a rough morning <laughs> over there. But taking a few minutes to see the humanity in others can help you reframe if they are being lazy. Similarly, taking a moment to see the humanity in yourself, offering yourself yeah. self-love can help you determine if it's laziness or if you're just tired. Um, because it's not even always, it's usually not 
associated with work. It's the other things in life that we're supposed Absolutely. to be doing. Yeah. And I use quotation marks there that were like, oh, I was lazy. I didn't do X, Y, and Z. But no, you were tired. You needed rest. You were busy. You were overwhelmed. You were hungry. Yeah. Anything. But it probably wasn't laziness. And you know what? I appreciate that. And I guess we can kind of close out here. I appreciate you being the person in my life that really holds me accountable to take time and reflect. Like, I don't know how many times you say like, Janae, but you don't have to do it that way. Or perhaps you can do it another way. Or have you considered this when my automatic behavior pattern of performing takes over? And I do want to know that usually that's a stress response. Right. So I would like for us to pause and ask, like, where is this coming from? Like, you think you are lazy because what? Why? Like, what evidence do you have to support that you are lazy? Now, if you have in a moment where you have months and the productivity is not aligning with what needs to happen, then, yeah, maybe you need to rethink how you move through the world. But usually that's not Nope. Usually that's not the case that you were just being lazy. Um, but that you might need to move things around and sure. give yourself grace, journey and grace. Those are my big tips on dealing with um, that negative mantra that you might be giving yourself yeah. because it's not true. You're not lazy. You are phenomenal. You are strong. You are persistent and you are resilient. Yes. I love all of them. I receive them, Rini. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, well, we are going to wrap up for this week. As always, stand in your light and find your truth because the future is dead. <laughs> Bye, y'all. See y'all.